Well, let's head to uh, Melbourne now. And uh, actually, in my recent break, I was fortunate enough to get down to the Cranbourne Training Centre. Hadn't seen it in full flight and uh, it was absolutely fantastic morning. I was there on a Thursday morning and so one of the trainers that did uh, entertain me and, and show me around was uh, Mick Kent Jr. of course, part of the Mick Kent uh, Jr. Mick Price training establishment there at Cranbourne and he's been good enough to give us some time this morning on Racing HQ with a big weekend ahead of course at Flemington. Uh, good morning Michael, uh, welcome to Racing HQ. Morning Andrew, yeah it was a lovely morning. Uh, great to catch up out of Crib and hope you had a good time. Yeah, most definitely. And, uh, well, welcome to autumn, but uh, you've had some hot weather there in Melbourne. How are things shaping up for the weekend? Uh, the weather's been perfect. We've got 25 degrees today. Uh, track will be beautiful as it always is at Flemington. Uh, there's no one better in the game than Liam O'Keefe for preparing a track that's even and fair to all comers. So, um, yeah, we can't wait for it. All right, let's begin with the uh, Australian Guineas. Two runners, uh, Otago first of all. Uh, how did you find the run a couple of weeks ago there in the CSAs? Yeah, well, he's beaten 1.6 lengths. Uh, the concern for us is that it's all his first preparation, so he's an immature Kiwi that would better next prep. And it's hard to see how he can turn the tables on Riff Rocket and King Colorado, who beat him 1.6 and they had improvement to come. Um, so they're, they're group one winners that are seasoned and having, um, you know, so he, they're back to set weights again, so it makes it difficult for him. Um, in saying that, the mile will be of benefit. Barrier five is good. And look, if there are five or six chances in the race, then he's one of them for sure. How did you uh, assess that run at uh, Flemington? He seemed to have a good run. Uh, he disappointed but perhaps the way he didn't quite finish off what you expected or well as, as I mentioned I think I think it was a very good run uh, having his third start in his career at his first racing prep only beaten 1.6 by two group one winners um, he had a good run we did apply the near side bubble cheeker and he went much straighter because he can lug in um, so look hard to see him winning if he does it's a monster effort but more importantly um when he goes for a break and comes back, he's going to be a beautiful horse. So, um, look, he's, a, he's some sort of top five chance, but, yeah, as I said, hard to see him turn the tables on Riff Rocket. He's a beast. He looks like a beast, Riff Rocket, doesn't he? He does. I just, when he walks in the yard, I, I knew he was ready to go. Like, he looks yes. very forward for one of Chris's, um, and, and they meant business. So, they've been saying all along he's not a derby type. He's, he's a bit sharper than that, and uh, he just loves Flemington. So... He's also drawn perfectly for what they want, just midfield smother and, and unleash. So, um, yeah, anyway, uh, it'll be a, be a very good race. Um, our other horse, No Patrol, has drawn well too and probably a better chance than Otago. All right, how has Snow Patrol, of course, good first uh, up win, fighting win there against uh, Southport Tycoon at Caulfield? Well, it was a bit of a bonus win, Andrew. He was a bit underdone for one of ours first up. Um, we've trained him to peak, you know, even third and fourth up in Sydney. Um, so to get a group two win first up, I thought it was a very big effort. He picked off Southport Tycoon, who that form sort of bows, bows in nicely with V8. And, um, yeah, three-week gap between runs is just beautiful. He's had a number of grass gallops. Uh, Mark Zara did choose to ride King Colorado. That's fine. He's a... He's a you know, Kingman Colt, I suppose, so there might be some 
added value there if it wins. But um, look, our horse, uh, Barrier 7, is ideal. And I think if there's one horse that could take care of Riff Rocket, it, it could be Snow Patrol. He's had a perfect campaign and all the stars are aligning for him. Certainly, and uh, you mentioned Southport Tycoon. A lot of similar form lines, even going back further in the form uh, back last year, around uh, spring. Well, yeah, yes, exactly. Snow Patrol and Southport Tycoon met twice. Uh, Southport basically knocked him over at his second start, and we nearly fell mm. on the ground and still only beaten three lengths. And then, um, yeah, Snow Patrol still looking for an out at his third run, and then had a spell and came back and won first up in a group two. So he's still very progressive and he is by contributor. So uh, we'd be very much looking forward to three weeks later in the Rose Hill Guineas over 2000. Oh, that was uh, pinch my next point. Yeah, being by contributor, a bit more time will continue to mature at all. You've had many contributors in the stable? Uh, As in the size? <laughs> yeah, for, 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 first, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Play on words there, yeah, I know. That, yeah, very good, very good joke. Um, yeah, yeah, he's just one of those horses that when you go to a sailor's trainer and there's one horse you're not leaving without, that was him uh, at the Caraca Breeze Up Sale. Nick and I identified him as the horse we had to have. We thought we're going for a very reasonable price of 170 So I was on the phone quickly to a lot of um, my friends. Uh, I actually put my best mate in who knows nothing about horses, uh, but he's got... You know the chairman's table book. He's got Crown Casino booked. He's all he's all up and about and excited. So you know it's good. He's bringing his wife along, and hopefully that might start a bit more interest for him. And um, you know it's got a great group of people in him, and it's nice when things work out as you hope. Speaking with Mick Kent Jr. about uh, runners at Flemington on Saturday, and uh, look Blake Shinnon losing nothing with uh, Blake Shinnon on Snow Patrol in form. Just four winners, uh, lazy four winners at Sandown midweek. Nah, uh, there's, there's you know. Honestly, uh, he's one of the top four in, in Melbourne, if not Australia, and we find he is, he, there's no jockey that gives better feedback than Blake Shin. He's just so articulate, a deep thinker, very focused and driven, and um, yeah, no, he, he loves, he's always watched Snow Patrol. He was over, actually over in New Zealand and um, with his family and saw him saw him go through the ring and has always asked me about him, so he was a natural choice to put on when Mark Zara did want to ride him. All right, that's number 11, Snow Patrol, number 13, Otago, your runners there in the Australian Guineas uh, race. It has been good to the stable, of course, uh, with uh, your co-trainer, Mick Price, Grunt, Heart of Dreams, Light, fantastic, just to name a couple. Of course, pretty unlucky with Tarzino. Yeah, I was just watching the replays on uh, races.com during the week, and of course, Mick won, won the Guineas back-to-back with uh, Light, fantastic, and Heart of Dreams, and and Grunt uh, was literally just before I started. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think my, my very first day of the job at Mix, I got to ride Grunt and threw a leg over and, yeah, what a horse he was. And he's now become a really exciting young stallion. So, yeah, Mick knows what he's doing in terms of winning the guineas and hopefully we can get it for a fourth time. Ayrton and the Blamey. Where are we at with Ayrton? Ayrton's going super. Uh, he's been up for a while, been to Perth and back, but he not look any better, Andrew. Now, I think fifth in a very strong, fastly run C of four reads well for the Blamey. It's definitely a step down in grade. Uh, there's not a lot of pressure on paper, so for barrier one, he'll be up at the first four, and uh, yeah, he'll give you plenty of cheek. I reckon he's looking for a mile now. 
Happy with the barrier? Happy with that barrier inside barrier inside horses? Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's fine the way it works out. Uh, there's not a lot of pace on, so he can make his own luck up there. And I feel the better chances are sort of going to be back and swooping. So, look, if they didn't go overly hard, will he be advantaged? Uh, for his record, and uh, of course he's seen back to winning form a couple of starts ago at Caulfield. Just looking ahead to the Doncaster, 51 and a half. Yeah, I, look. Is, yeah, is that a good way? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, that's that's fine. I'm saying I thought he was well in that with that weight, fifty-one and a half. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's good enough. Um, mm. I like one of ours better for that race. We'll talk about him later. But um, he's he Adam was going to be a Group One star. You know, at his second start, he won at Caulfield by four lengths in a rating that would have run most Group Ones that year. Caulfield fourteen hundred. So he. Um, then he got a, a bad spider bite with the hospital for three months. Yes. And that definitely curtailed his potential. Uh, we've got him back to, like, sort of stakes group three class, I think. I don't think he's good enough to win a Doncaster, so I doubt we'd go there. And he doesn't like wet ground. So this run, everyone could be his last for the preparation. Um, but, yeah, I do I do think he's a very nice each way tomorrow at Clevington. Race seven, the sprint for the uh, three-year-olds. You've got this unbeaten uh, horse. In fact, you're very well represented here with uh, Ry Koki, number two. Uh, number three, uh, Roboros. Five, Robrick, and 18, Frawley. Just a comment, uh, first of all, Ry Koki. Ry Koki, uh, very promising horse. He's two for two. He won the Zedative last Saturday. He pulled up super, and he's a gelding, so for a million dollars in an English-only race. Uh, why not? He just... Um, goes forward, makes his own luck, and he's a very, very tough horse. Jockey-wise, choices. Jordan Childs ends up on Rykoki. Ben Mellon and Damien Lane had ridden him previously. Yeah, so um, it was never a plan. We didn't know that Rykoki would win so well and right. he could start the group three. And um, you know, we have to have these these jockeys booked 10 to 14 days out from a race. So Mellon was already on Roderick, who he won on last night as well, and um, we couldn't change that. We didn't want to. Jordan Child is a beautiful rider in great form. And he yeah. rides horses from front extremely well. Uh, Roboros, the one underneath, good first up run, of course, down the straight behind uh, Big Watch and uh, drops a little bit in weight. Yeah, that was a prep run first up against the older horse with a big weight. Uh, so he's definitely come on. He goes forward. Craig Ewan is of the opinion that when he gets in behind horses, he is not as genuine being an entire. So he'll be. Um, Look, we've got the whole straight covered here, right? Koki's drawn three, uh, Rubos has drawn 19, so it'll be interesting to see how this race shapes up, whether they mm. split, or I think they probably might form an arrow and come down together in one bunch, but Rubos will be out in front, and um, yeah, look, he's, he's some kind of chance, but, uh, you know, very competitive race, and just, uh, I don't know if we'll know where to look at the, uh, at the 200 with 19 um, nice three-year-olds running down the straight. Yes, and of course, just a quick comment on Rodbrick and also the Frawley, which you uh, scratched from Packenham on Thursday to uh, take part in this race. Yeah, two knockout chances, like them both. Rodbrick uh, is probably better at 1,400. We've kept him very fresh for this race. He's got a good turn of foot. He was very good first up with a big weight. Uh, I think he's drawn well here, barrier 10, and he could not have had a better uh, time between runs. Um, and Frawley, uh, he, he's as good a 61 pop as you'll find, he matches up very well with our other horses in this race. He's a stakes horse coming, um, going really well, and um, 
Yeah, like uh, if you're having a uh, first flight, chuck him in. And Ben Mellon sticking with number five, Robrick. Of course, Jamie Carr riding number 18, Frawley. Just quickly, uh, back earlier, race five the uh, for the uh, three-year-old fillies. And you've got a couple there, of course, down low and illative. Yeah, well, down low is twice stakes place. Won her maiden last time out. Uh, had a minor setback, but she's trialled since and gone really well. Um, place chance. I think Illative's the more exciting filly. Uh, she's still a maiden. She's Elation's little sister. We've always liked her. Uh, if you want to watch a nightmare, go and watch her last start. She's uh, yeah. a tragedy, tragedy beaten. And Damien Lane said if she had run ninth, I would have been pleased. Um, he said horses just don't do that. She ran fourth up the hill after being stopped in her tracks. And um, we took the view, had she have won, we would have come here anyway. So um, hopefully she can win her maiden. But good race, very competitive race. Um, like a peace treaty is very competitive and strong and fast. So we'll see how good she is tomorrow, but she's uh, she's worth an each-way ticket. Okay, that's race five, uh, numbers eight and ten. And, of course, begin the day with Aramco again, going around the 2,000 metres. Um, again, to the lead at this stage, and I, I suppose you're hoping for a bit more peace in front. Yeah, exactly. Just got niggled out. They didn't go uh, overly hard. They no. rolled along the entire... And um, he just he got picked off by a promising horse, El Soliato, who's in a good uh, in a good vein of form. So um, he's actually going really well. That horse, he's very consistent, and he'll give you a great sight for your money. Um, yeah, race two, and he's I think he's about two forty, and he, he's going well. He can definitely win. Race two, number seven. Before I go, and I really appreciate your time as always. A uh, couple coming up. Uh, first of all, amenable. Yeah, well, he's the one I referred to mm. um, potentially for a Doncaster. Look, it's a very hard group one to win, but he's got 50 kilos. We've gelded him since uh, he went fourth in the two-rack. Uh, he's come back better. He seems to be jumping a lot faster from the barriers. He's led both jump outs, and he won one by five lengths on Monday. Um, so he'll resume Saturday week in the Shaftesbury Avenue uh, and then potentially to a George Ryder where I wouldn't think he could beat fangirl but then two weeks after that third up into a Doncaster dropping weight if we could get a run then um, he, he's, he likes soft ground he's, uh, he's a very promising horse uh, Grand Impact Grand Impact interesting horse um, he's three starts four wins only failure in a group one Coolmore mm. uh, had a long time off he's got a funny OCD in his right front shoulder which just needed time and uh, it's uh, perfect now. He's had two trials where he's gone very well. One more trial because uh, he's, a, he's a bull and um, he, he carries a lot of excess weight. So he'll kick off uh, the 16th of March at Caulfield in the Ballisbury Stakes 1200. And a potential Sydney or even Brisbane campaign, depending on how obviously how he's going. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, potentially. Um, yeah, that or Queensland, so we'll just see how he comes back. Uh, yeah, one race at a time for him after a long break. And last one I ask you about is what you need. What you need is really good. Uh, Galp Super yesterday, Daniel Moore actually rode him, was delighted with him, had to ease him because he thought he was going to rip up too quickly on the grass. So he's trolling on Monday and he'll kick off on the 30th at Flemington, in the listed thousand metre Bob Hoisted down the straight. All right. Uh, appreciate your time. Are oh, you been part of uh, that uh, team or did you see the Caulfield inner track yesterday, did you? The, the, the trials? 
Uh, I wasn't there just with the Melbourne Premier Sales on, but um, our assistant was there and he was very impressed with the tie-ups. They're beautiful, big, spacious, cool. You've got an underground tunnel to walk into the big new mountain yard. Um, look, the track, just the way it's shaped, yes, it's a longer straight, but it's a tighter corner, so no doubt will favour horses that mm. um, might rail up or be close to the pace. Uh, certainly all the trials I've seen so far, nothing to read. Got out down the, down the middle, uh, but they've, they've created an uphill rise to try and compensate that. Um, anyway, it'll provide um, another race venue for us and trial venue. And um, yeah, Caulfield's really going ahead in leaps and bounds. The the new the new facility for tie ups and owners and jockeys and winning connections is just first class. So it's going to be very exciting. And uh, no doubt, I'll just see uh, your colours and your stable uh, in that winner's circle. Uh, no, it's coming up to five years since you joined Mick Price. You've got a great record in the Guineas. And uh, good luck for racing at Flemington and then on, on to the uh, Autumn Carnival. Appreciate your time as always. Thanks, Andrew. My pleasure. There he is. I'm Mick Kent, Jr.